Welcome to House of Horns. My name is Victor Corona, a.k.a. Victor Producer, and joining me is Gilbert Manzano from uh, SI Sports Illustrated, staff writer there. Gilbert, uh, what a great game, but what a way to lose for the Rams on this post-game show. What are your takeaways after, you know, a tough loss for the Rams? Yeah, uh, so many thoughts here, and I, I guess the way I'll, I'll start this one, and, and it is, you know, a, a tough loss for, for Rams and listeners and viewers of House of Horns. You know, you, you fought well. You had them right there, went to overtime. But I'll, I'll, I'll compliment both teams here. I'm done doubting Lamar Jackson in that passing game with the Ravens. They lit up the Rams secondary pretty nicely and, and did an outstanding job. And I'm done doubting the Rams off as, as being one of the best in the NFL. They are, they are one of the best, obviously, in the NFL. What they did to the Browns and the Ravens defense and back-to-back weeks in Baltimore – that Ravens defense was not number one like it's been all year. They had a tough time dealing with Kyron Williams, Pukunakua, Cooper Cup, the rookie, Allen, the tight end there. So outstanding performance by Sean McVay's offense. Matthew Stafford was dealing. But it just it, it, I guess maybe it's fitting that it ended up being a special team's mistake because the offense, like I bet if they get the ball back, maybe they will score and win the game there. They were rolling. So that's a tough pill to swallow. But at the end, Take the positives. The Rams grew up before our eyes. They're going to be a dangerous team. They're going to fall behind the playoff standings right now. But it's going to be one week at a time, and I'm not going to doubt this team uh, for the final month of the season. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty impressive to see this team just stay with the Ravens. In the rain, too, Gilbert. I mean, to your point, I mean, you laid out every single point there, but I'm just adding the fact that it was in the rain as well. It was a great performance by the Rams all around. The defense struggled a little bit in that first half, but they made the adjustments, and the Ravens did the same thing in the in the second half, and that was that was really good to see in terms of this game. It was well well played on both sides, you know, and and as as we you know as you said, I mean, what was the other? There was one stat that I had on here. There was eight lead changes, Gilbert, and two ties in this game. It tells you. And then also for the Rams, I, I, you know, you don't want to just have moral victories and say, yeah, look, we just stayed with the best team in the AFC record-wise right now. But at the same time, you're there. You're, you're, you've made the improvements since you came off of bye week. And so you want to be able to continue to carry that on. So I hope that Ram fans don't keep their heads down because this was a really good performance all the way around. I mean, you can only, you know, yes, you want to win this game. And then, you know, I know that a lot of people are going to make a big deal out of the fact that the reps miss a a, uh, push in the back on that punt return. But it's going to happen. It's in the rain, you know, but still, you know, great, great uh, confidence, I think building confidence for this team gilbert yeah and uh, if you're watching let us know let, let us know your thoughts about this you know wild game uh, one of the best games of the year you know are you mad about the, the flag there you know are you are you proud of the effort are you disappointed Did you want the win there uh you know let us know your thoughts here on this live uh, episode here but yeah it, it's tough that the end of you know what a special teams play there and, and it's kind of like the hell mary like when people throw up a lob there no one's going to call for the the pass interference when the game's on the line you're going you're gonna to have the cojones to call back that punt there in Baltimore. Usually the referees don't do it there, and I know it's, it's an argument for another day, but it's, it's tough that it ended that way, and I think people might be frustrated with the Rams' defense, but they've been you know pretty solid all year. Those two blown plays in the, in the first half, I think a touchdown to Isaiah Likely, a touchdown to uh, Odell Beckham. So 
the defense wasn't great here, but this is a, this is a good uh, Ravens offense. And I was very, uh, you know, critical of the passing game. And I said, you know, force them to throw. And they answered the call. And what else can you do? You know, Lamar Jackson, you know, the Ravens appear to be the best team in the AFC. I, I think I'm done, you know, waiting for that one there. But what does that say about the Rams? You know, so young. And the broadcast kept bringing up time and time again. Fifth round pick Puka, fifth round pick Allen, fifth round pick Kyron Williams. So the future is 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 very bright, but I don't want people to start thinking about next year. Like you're gonna fall behind. Who knows? Maybe maybe uh the 49ers beat the Seahawks are playing right now. Maybe the Packers lose to the the Giants and you're looking nice still in the playoff race, but it might not look nice when the games are over. The commanders, Saints, uh, who else do they play? The Giants. So they're in a nice place. So overall, it's it's one of these games like do you lose to the 49ers or do you lose to the Ravens? And I, I think big picture, you know, it sucks that they lost this one, but they're not they're not of the race uh, in terms of the playoffs. Yeah, before I respond to you, Gilbert, I just want to – we have Jeffrey Holloman. He was on here before I even hopped on to start working on banners or anything. So, uh, Jeffrey Holloman, hello, Rams from North Carolina. There you go. And then also, Compass on the Beat, what a game. I mean, it, it was a really good game. And then one – we got – uh, Daniel Kellner, how do we get a delay a game? How it's like every week, and I think that's part of the thing, Gilbert. Is they're still a young team. We have to remember that, and they're on the road. These kind of things are gonna happen. I understand that, but you know, you was say, that the one that maybe McVeigh's headset went off? I think yeah, it was a, yeah. Getting, uh, the the play in, and then later on in overtime too. There was a lot of just errors in the in in overtime as well. I mean, dropped passes. I mean. It's yeah. gonna with with teams and then uh, Delbert Salgado proud of this effort playoff quality game and experience no pleasing some fans but we're growing up no Haverson had a great game fans yeah and you know what that's a good point by you because we thought if somebody was gonna mess up special teams coming in Gilbert we just <laughs> Haverson and it wasn't that it was it was a pun return you know, that cost them there. So that was, that's a good uh, point by you, Delbert, because, you know, I was going to talk about Habersick, you know, he wasn't, he made a 51 yarder there as well. We got one more common, good game Rams. Y'all came to play and your offense looks dangerous. So there's a rain, uh, Ravens fan there for you guys as well. So uh, glad to have everybody here chiming in. We appreciate that. But to your point, Gilbert, I mean, uh, let me just rattle off some stats here. Matthew Stafford, 23 or 41. 294 yards, uh, three touchdowns. I believe this is a third straight game he's had three touchdowns on the air. That's really good. You're starting to see Stafford back at it again. I thought Ky uh, Kyron Williams, 25 carries, 114 yards, just a key. We we talked about it in our preview show. That was really good. Puka Nakua, five receptions, 84 yards, one carry, six yards. Cooper Cup, eight catches. 115 yards, one touchdown. Davis Allen, two receptions, 25 yards, one touchdown. Demarcus Robinson with three uh, catches, 46 yards, and one touchdown. I mean, the offense, as you said, it's a top five now. There's no way you can say no about that. Now that they're all healthy, another concern, Gilbert, has to be Rob Havenstein. He left this game, did not return. You had to have Joe Noboom there. But still, they still move the ball on this really good Ravens team in the rain as well. Yeah, you know, the the like that was a, the matchup we were intrigued. Sean McVay uh, calling the plays for the offense on the Rams, and then you got Mike McDonald, the DC of the Ravens. And, you know, th they set the tone right away saying, we're going to run the football you seven consecutive times, I think it was, on the, on the scripted opening drive, and it worked. 
And then, and then people were, you know, maybe wondering why, why you throwing the ball? Well, Stafford was dealing too. And, and to your credit, Victor, I forgot there were some critical drops in this game. Uh, Puka had one, but he made up for it later in the game. Uh, maybe I think Allen had one. I forget. Uh, and he stepped up big for Higby. You know, maybe they found something in him as, as the next tight end of the future. So, uh, and real quick to this comment right here, this game feels like. You know, you went to the park to play five on five pickup basketball. You don't even know these people. They're they're in a different conference, like it's a different state, and you just have an amazing time playing. You know, playing a sport like wow, you guys are really good. You know, hopefully, best of luck to you. So that's what it felt like. A lot of respect on both sides. I'm sure the Ravens are going to rave about it. You saw you saw John Harbaugh at the end. You know, you know, being so you know happy and thrilled to get that W because that's the way the Rams made them sweat. So. You know, football fans should be happy. I think even Rams fans should be a little happy. You know, they the Rams are on the rise here, and and it brought up the best in the Ravens. Like that streak of having the lead in the fourth quarter ended today because the Rams were ahead going to the fourth quarter. That defense got lit up. So all these things that the Ravens were used to, if the Ravens go far, they might be thanking the Rams like, "Hey, you guys pushed us in Week 14 the NFL season. We did not know we had another gear, and they went up." But, hey, to their credit, Sean McVay and Stafford, Cal Hamilton, I know, I know he was dealing with the injury. He left. He was a little sluggish in the first half. They went at that They went at that secondary quickly. And then to only allow two sacks from that Ravens front, that says a lot about this, you know, banged-up offensive line for the Rams. So the more we talk about it, the more the comments come in for, from the listeners and viewers here, the more I think about, oh, yeah, that play and that play because so much occurred. And that's why I kind of feel like I'm leaning on the positives, even though it was a loss for the Ravens, I mean, for the Rams. Yeah, and look at us. I mean, we're being positive here, and I, after a lot, usually we we be you know killing McBay or saying something went wrong here. But honestly, you have to take positives from this. And then uh, Daniel Calderon, Puka, Kyron Young had great games. Kyron is looking special. Another fifth round, you know, fifth rounder there, Gilbert. And then Delbert, I was trying to look for the playoff possibilities. I don't know at this point uh, as we're talking. If you know, I'll, I'll leave it in the comments uh, on this and give the actual because we're still having to wait. We yeah. still got to wait. What happens with the Packers? We got to wait. I, I know the the Raiders and Vikings are tied. So if the Vikings and the and and or the Vikings and the Packers lose, you're back right back in it. So the positive the possibilities go up as well. So you you also have that as well gilbert and then i wanted to talk a little bit about the defense ernest jones i thought had the most impact in this game he kept rushing the the passer there he had uh he had over 10 tackles and one sack and then Akilo witherspoon i mean after getting beat he comes back and has a beautiful interception another one i mean he's been the the best the best signing i know we've talked about uh let's need going and picking players in the draft in the middle rounds but also this signing was huge. Akilo Witherspoon has been a great find for, for Les Need. So another another great game by him as well. And so there's just a lot of positives here. Gilbert, how much time do you have with us before you got to go? I know you have to cover the rest yeah. of the NFL slate. Yeah, I could do another five minutes. And if, I don't know if more comments come in, you could yeah. you know, answer, <laughs> the, answer the questions here. But yeah, yeah, Daniel, as he pointed out, Seahawks are, are, are winning, but it's still early in the game. It's 10-7. Yeah. Like you mentioned, Victor, Vikings and the Raiders are 0-0, and then the Packers play the Giants. So 
even if these teams win, there's a lot of football left. You know, and, you know, it's going to be four games to go, and like we mentioned, the schedule gets a little easier. Let me They're give you this. Be... Let me give you the schedule remaining, Gilbert. So the 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 Rams come back for home, two home games in a row against the Commanders, and then they turn around quickly, and then they face the Saints on that Thursday night, and then they go uh, at the Rams, and then they finish up with the 49ers. So to your point, there's still a lot of football left, four yeah. games to go. It, the, the only you know crappy part here about the the Rams losing is like now you have the pressure because you can't really afford to lose another game like these winnable games you you got to beat the the Commanders like you know, like they're they're pretty much done they're on a bye week though again another weird wrinkle for the Rams that's terrible all these teams coming off a bye week but it is the Commanders you got to win that one at home then you get the Saints uh, on a short week for Thursday night football I'm guessing it's gonna be Thursday night football. Uh, the, the Saints could be up and down, but they're a very inconsistent team. You got to win that one also at home. And the Giants could be maybe a sneaky play in New York, but the Giants are still the Giants there. And then who knows? It might come down to uh, the 49ers game. But I think if you win those three games in a row, you're looking pretty nice. I think even going nine and seven should should get it done. But it's going to give a lot of pressure because, you know, in the back of your mind, you're going to play, play the 49ers. But as, as for the Ravens, you know, they might be the number one team right now. You know, the, the Chiefs are pretty shaky, and the Ravens keep winning there. But a lot of football to be determined, and who, they almost were uh, a drive away from winning this game here. But uh, if you want to talk to uh, Gary here, Donald got pretty close there a couple of times, but it, I think with one sack, Victor. Michael Hoyt played a decent game, too. He was all over the place. Uh, so it was one of these games where they, they were making Lamar move out of the pocket, but it's Lamar freaking Jackson. So he's going to give you a spin around, keep running, move the legs and get five or six extra yards. And he had like what, 70 plus yards rushing and, and to, to his, to his MVP like performance, he had three over 300 yards passing. So it's tough to deal with Lamar. That's why he's what 19 and one now in the NFC. Yeah. And he, I mean, the last one that he lost against, it was against the Rams. So oh, yeah. uh, few years, that was the OBJ game where he, he helped them win that game. And then just a couple of notes here, Gilbert, passing uh, per Jordan Rodrigue. Sean McVay says, among many post-game comments, they were having issues with headset through the game. And on the last drive of regulation, Stafford couldn't hear him in the helmet, led to calling that third uh, timeout to communicate. So, I mean, it looks like there was some communication problems there with the helmet. Uh, you know, there's been issues there with Baltimore before, so... I mean, I've always been a little skeptical about what happens when calls aren't coming in. So, but hey, that's part of playing on the road. You get that home field advantage. And uh, also, one more thing: uh, Tutu Adwell is in concussion protocol. So, you we might see a, a little bit more of the Marcus Robinson next week. Uh, you know, if Tutu Adwell is yeah. unable to, uh, he played play another great game. He's stepping up in these big spots uh, in critical moments and. And I know, you know, Rams fans might get frustrated and point out a couple of things, but they got lucky that there was no interception at the end of the game there uh, when he threw the back end of the corner. I think that was that to Robinson in that corner there. Uh, so they dropped the pick for the Ravens. So, you know, you know, every game is going to be some dumb, you know, blown call or a missed car or whatever it is. But I'm just going to enjoy this game. That was a great game. Uh, and it. That punt return was kind of reminiscent of the week one Bills-Jets game. There was a push in that one, too. They didn't call it. But, you know, overall, it was a good game, and it does put pressure on the on the Rams. But there was a lot of growing up today, and those games that the Rams lost early in the year because of inexperience, you know, today it felt like, okay, they're finally going to get over that hump. 
Yeah, and you're starting to see more coverage from people. Like, I saw a lot of people on my timeline talking about this Rams team now. And I think, you know, yeah, you, you hate losing this game because you were in it, but you knew it was going to be tough. Like, and, and we said a lot of teams that went in there, Gilbert, got, you know, got blown out. The Rams stayed with it just like we thought. Like, we both hit the over on this game. We both thought, you know, we, we, we thought the Rams would keep it close, and they did that, you know. Um, the the I think what the was line, line was, anyway? It was like 40? it was seven, and it ended no, 37 I mean, uh, 31. The, the total, the total was 40 and a half, and it went up to 42 and a half. Yeah. So, either way, yeah. I mean, it was this was I predicted 41, that's why I think I'm like, did yeah. I go over? I did go, yeah, over. barely, yeah, barely. So, uh, Gilbert, just like let's go over our final thoughts for this game. I thought, you know, for myself, just a, a good way to show that. You're in this now. The the my only concern, Gilver, going forward is I just hope they don't end up like the Lions last season, where they finally get on a run, but it's too late, a little too late, and the yeah. others, a couple of teams sneak in instead of them. I know as of right now, they're one of those teams that people do not want to face in the playoffs, so they're hoping the Rams don't get in. But I hope that this momentum continues. Hey, don't don't get down on this loss. Continue. You got. Three winnable games coming up. You win those, you're in position to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's like, like big picture. Honestly, if they get to find a way in, you know, and they get maybe this, like if they get the seven seed, it's not looking great to play the 49ers or the Eagles, but to play the 49ers, they know the 49ers pretty well, and you never know in a playoff game. If they get to number six, the Lions look beatable. They just can't defend. And, you know, if they can't get it, if they don't have, you know, the running game going, they're not going to do much. And and you're to your credit, you said the Bears are gonna be a sneaky play today, and they beat up on the line. So the Rams get in, they could definitely win a game. But that's where like the, the downside of this loss is today. Like now you have a lot of pressure to win the next three games or go at least three out of four. Four out of four would be perfect. They'll probably get in for sure, uh uh winning out the rest of the way. But focus on the positive, man. This offense is really good. You know, Sean McVay took a lot of heat earlier this year for some mistakes, but that could be part of the, the issue is trying to figure out. A, a lot of moving parts and like you know i mentioned in the previous show this, this is a smash mouth football no, no more trying to spread it out like you want to you want to go play too high shell we're going to pound the football and that's what they did with kyron williams man and like kyron williams is, is, is a small dude but he's physical and he he, he, he gets the extra yards there and then puka nakua and cooper cup are figuring out together now you get the tight end allen you got avila uh, at the uh, as an offensive lineman somebody shouted out joe nope boom yeah havenstein's gonna be an issue there but everything is in play for this offense and this defense, you know, they ran into Lamar Jackson, but for the most part, they're pretty good. I could definitely see the defense bouncing back against the Saints, the Commanders, and the Giants, and who knows, maybe the 49ers. Yeah, before we close things out, uh, if you're watching this show on, you know, after we're done recording this, yeah, let us know what's your confidence level of the Rams making the playoffs. As we giving you guys our opinion, go ahead and leave it in the comments. We like to, you know, hear from you guys because I we feel pretty confident, you know, especially after what we saw today. So go ahead and leave us your comments. Let us know how you you're feeling, especially after this loss. All right, Gilver, who's your who gets your 12? back beer uh of the game yeah uh it's a lot of people to, to go through here and may, maybe i'll let you have one of the the younger players here but i'll go with cooper cup people have been criticizing him questioning where he's been at and you know he actually before we forget like there's so much that happened he had that amazing catch on the final drive of regulation to set him up for a field goal or possibly win the game or whatever heck it was i'm losing the scenario there but cooper cup played a good game over 80 yards he had a touchdown 
big catch. Obviously, Puka did Puka things, but uh, Cooper Cup is finally getting a rhythm with his offense. The new playmate, the new playmakers, a new, a little bit of a wrinkle in the scheme. So everything's pretty new for this unit. And uh, credit for Cooper Cup to having a great game today. Yeah, and he he did a great job. Eight catches, 115 yards, a touchdown. I mean, he's starting to look. The, I like the way they're using him on some of those. Uh, uh, some of those motion plays. I mean, he was wide open on one of them. And then just the connection that he has with Matthew Stafford, he was able to just throw the ball up there and let Cooper Cup down, come down with it. So great call by you. For me, Gilbert, I'll, I'll go back to some, you know, what uh, it was. Uh, well, who was it? Yeah, it was Delver Salgado and Lucas Habersick. I mean, they brought in Mason Crosby to replace him. And he went out there and he was like, nope, I'm not giving up my job. And he goes out there, hits a 50-yarder. He go, he hits his field goals, his extra points. That's what you want in the rain. He, he, and, and he did a great job. So for me, Lucas Haversick, young guy, he, you know, he sees uh, them bringing in a veteran. He's like, nah, man, like I'm going to I'm gonna try to keep this job. And so, you know, good by him. And I hope he deserves – he enjoys this 12-pack of beer because he did a great job today, especially with them bringing in Mason Crosby. Gilbert, anything else before we go? I know you have to get back to covering the NFL. No, uh, just uh, leave your comments if you're, if you're watching the replay. Thank you for the ones I already commented. And uh, subscribe if you haven't done so. And keep watching, you know, House of Horns for the for the preview show on Wednesday. Check out everything we do. We're trying to get away a Puka Nakua jersey when we get to 1,000 subscribers. So, uh, yeah, just keep following. And uh, thank, thank you for all support. Yeah, thanks to everybody that was on here. I, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that was Daniel Calderon, as always. He's always in the comments. Uh, we got Delbert Salgado, a new commenter that thank you, SCDB12, um, you know, and Gary Trujillo. Sorry about that. Thank you guys for chiming in. We appreciate the comments. This channel continues to grow, and it's all thanks to you guys. We're Gilbert. We're almost like at 745. We gained over 25 subscribers in the last couple of days. And all, all this is thanks to how the Rams are playing, you know. And as yeah, long as they continue to do this, we'll continue to bring you guys good content. So uh, stay locked with us. Uh, Gary, there we go. Oops, sorry, I, I took that away. Great job, dudes. Thank, thank you guys for locking in, and uh, we can't wait. All right, Gilbert, that's it. Uh, that's all I have for you. This ends our post game show for us, for me. Yeah, it's time to head out, and uh, it was you know a bittersweet game. But check out what the, the Seahawks and 49ers are doing, the Raiders and and the and the Vikings, Packers and the Giants. A lot of football left, so keep the scoreboard up, and uh, we'll check back in. Later next week, I guess, yeah, Monday or Wednesday. And uh, but on that note, ya nos vamos, pues vámonos.